I am so excited to invite you into Self-Doubt to CEO. This is a free coaching series that I am hosting for the female founder ready to release self-doubt, step into CEO mode and manifest the business of her wildest dreams. Join us for four days of insight, impact and levelling up where I'll be sharing the mindset shifts that you need to move from self-doubt to CEO. We start on the 28th of March so head to the show notes to sign up or you can head to my Instagram and click the link in my bio. I will see you there. Welcome to the Put Yourself First podcast. I'm your host, Kat Horrocks, a mindset and manifestation coach, guiding women to manifest next level abundance, success and happiness, making their wildest dreams their new normal. Expect new episodes every Monday with myself and guest experts, full to the brim with inspirational stories and expert guidance on all things business, mindset, spirituality, personal growth and so much more. Consider this podcast a permission slip to put yourself first, say yes to your dreams and manifest a life even better than your vision board. To find out more about joining our incredible membership community, the Put Yourself First Sisterhood, or to discover my transformational one-to-one and group programs, head to kathorrocks.com to get all of the juicy details that you need on investing in yourself and working with me to create your dream life. If you're ready to step into your next level, you're in exactly the right place. So let's dive in. Well, this week's guest, Patricia Lohan, has just blown my mind. I have been interested in feng shui for years, but never fully delved into it or learned about it. So when Patricia reached out, I it was an instant yes for me. She is a feng shui expert and she actually specialises in helping women to manifest more success, abundance, happiness in their business and in their life through the power of feng shui. This is a thousands and thousands years old tradition based on the principles of traditional Chinese medicine. So if you're interested in things like acupuncture, for example, Patricia says that feng shui is kind of like acupuncture for your home and you're gonna learn so many great tips in this episode to clean up and clear up the energy of your home so that you can be manifesting more abundance, happiness, success. Um, Patricia even used feng shui to manifest a partner, which I just love. So you're gonna hear some great tips here. And Patricia also has a free feng shui office guide on her website and a few other really great free resources you can tap into. So make sure you head to the show notes and download those as well, because you'll hear me at the end. I am completely re 
organizing my office after listening to this because there are some key things that Patricia mentions that are in my office space in the setup that are actively blocking the energy of success and abundance which is wild so I will keep you up to date with that and if you are interested to find out more stay tuned for this fantastic episode with Patricia Lohan. So welcome back to the Put Yourself First podcast and welcome to this week's guest Patricia Lohan. I am so excited to talk with you today. Thank you so much. I'm very excited to be here. So you are a feng shui expert and I have always been fascinated by feng shui and I think it's one of those traditional ways of you know a traditional lifestyle I guess you could say that in the west growing up for me it was like oh that's othered you know like that's weird that's woo and I think I see that a lot with these ancient like you know amazing traditions that eastern practices entail including feng shui so I hope today that for anyone who, like me, who was brought up hearing other people saying, oh, like, it, does that really work? Is that a thing? Yes, yes, it is a thing. <laughs> because everything is energy, right? So, yeah, I'd love to hear what your experience was like discovering this work and getting into it and whether you have any experiences like that of people kind of raising their eyebrow. Mm-hmm um this is it is a very ancient practice like 5000 years old so the fact that we're still talking about it i'm still i'm using it and seeing phenomenal results for my clients all over the world every day and um, really is a testament to its power and potency honestly especially when we're in this um personal development spiritual um you know transformational world we're always looking for the practices that are going to support us the most. And I feel like feng shui is one that has, has been completely overlooked by so many people because the name is a little bit like, hmm, and there's a lot of misconceptions out there about the practice. So I love the opportunity to kind of like clear up a bit of that and also to share the potency of this alchemical practice that truly is, um, yeah, very mystical and very magical and not really about moving furniture at all. <laughs> so I, I, I got into feng shui when I was 15. So, so just like yourself, Kat, you said, I've always had this curious curiosity about it. I definitely did. I was, um, about 15 we'd moved house about 20 odd times my parents we moved into one house did it all up they would sell it we moved to another one we were were just constantly on the move and around that age my parents business was doing really well and we moved into a new home and this was like a serious up level this was like we were now moving into onto the street in the area in our town it was like oh you live there you know that that kind of area and the house was exquisite it was beautiful the decor was absolutely stunning 
it you know you'd walk in and everyone went wow your house is amazing and we all moved in and it was a disaster <laughs> like absolutely it basically for myself personally um and my parents there was a lot of legal issues there was a lot of drama there was a lot of kind of arguments there was lots of sickness there was lots of drama just it was just like a mess like this um so yeah with with all of that we moved into this house and honestly everything fell apart it was just a nightmare now on the flip side you know there was a lot of money coming in like their business was flourishing and growing even better and better and bigger every year but we just like on a personal level it was really tricky and believe it or not that around that time was when I found books about feng shui and got into it and I didn't connect the dots like I didn't join up like actually what's kind of all going wrong what we're just thinking oh we're just having a bad year it's just a you know it's just a phase like it's all gonna fix itself it didn't not in that house anyways it was just continuous um, and when we moved out a few years later it just all went away all those issues disappeared um and it was when i studied and dived deeper into feng shui later in life and kind of came back to it actually to call in love that was my main thing i was like i remember that feng shui i can do things in my bedroom and set it all up to call in my soulmate and when i when I did that, um, you know, I realized that, and when I came kind of dived into the practice myself, I was like, oh my God, like that house we lived in was really bad for people. And it wasn't us. And that's a big thing. I think, especially in the personal development world that we are taught to look within, which is true and see where the, you know, why are, am I feeling like I'm sabotaging myself, my trauma, my beliefs, my history, my family lineage, all of that stuff. And yes, that definitely contributes and it's definitely something to look at. But when people come across me and find me, I truly believe your house, there's something off with the energy of your house. Um, and that can really be uh, a huge factor in what's holding people back in their lives from really flourishing uh, the energy of your home is and, and when we talk about energy it's not like when I go into someone's house I kind of go um and tune in and channel and all of that no it's a it's a very precise practice so a bit like astrology where they do a natal chart we do very similar for for feng shui so I like to describe feng shui as acupuncture for your home wow that's so that's so interesting and I'm like I'm already like oh my god can you come to my house and look at it and tell us or like when we buy our next house can you like come with us to view them and be like no cat definitely not this one <laughs> I actually spoke to um, a lady who's doing our feng shui certification at the moment um, and she was saying that before she came across me that she'd worked with someone and it took two eight years to find an apartment because they were so strict and I was like no no I take such a pragmatic approach to feng shui we work with what we've got we can balance everything we can bring every home into harmony and I've never told anyone that they can't they don't need to move house so just so pe people are listening going like oh she's going to tell me my house is all wrong um you know, there's no perfect houses. They just don't exist. But what does exist is a practice that can help bring it into balance. You know, feng shui is from 
the very connected to Chinese medicine, to the Tao and to Taoist philosophy, which is all about tapping into universal flow and being in flow. And when your house is tapped into that sense of universal flow, you are then ultimately going to be brought into flow and then more money flows, more opportunities, more ease, more joy, you know, happier kids, more money, more clients. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. So I think most of us know innately how important our environment is. You know, we've heard phrases like um, tidy space, tidy mind and all these kinds of things. We all know our environment impacts our energy and our lives but can you talk about why that is so important from a feng shui perspective and more about the the system itself like you say yeah sure so one of the things that people often think about feng shui is that um it is it's a just a, a practice of placement or interior design um so when houses were originally, you know, people were building houses in ancient times, they went and looked at nature. They looked at where the mountains were. They looked at where the sunset, where it rose. They looked at the land. You know, am, am I going to build my house on a, on a flood, you know, on a flood banks of a river? No, because it's going to, it could flood. I'm going to move up a little bit. I'm going to put it on the top of a mountain. No, because it's going to be windy. It's going to be exposed. So we looked, they looked at the energetic of the environment to, to make it feel as supportive as possible um, and fast forward to thousands years later here we are um, and houses are kind of just put up you know here's a plot of land I'm going to build all these houses and um, it, no thought is given to actual situation of them and every house has its own energy type um, basically like a natal chart it has its own personal energy its own personal um, signature blueprint and you know, whether you like it or not, it's impacting you, your bank account, your health, your well-being, um, because it, it, it captured a specific energy. And when we work with feng shui, we look at every house very uniquely, like it's just like a person. So if you go to an acupuncturist and say myself and you went to an acupuncturist today and we said the exact same things are wrong with us, but then they would look at us, they look at our age, look at our bodies and they would treat us differently. They would treat us differently. I've talked to many of them to say, like, what if this happened? We would treat different. And it's the same with a house. So it has its own specific energy. Um, so it does. Uh, and you know, with a with the same idea of an acupuncturist, you, you know, you don't ask them for like it's the same as an interior design so it's not about the, the decor a lot of the most beautiful interior design house just like the one that we lived in way back when um was amazing but it wasn't good feng shui um, and what good feng shui means is that people are happy healthy wealthy things are happening in abundance and enjoy and flow in your life that's what, that's that's basically a sign of a good feng shui, a house that has good energy happening you're feeling blue you're feeling um things are not moving the flow that you want um that there's you know agro legal stuff health issues or just you're feeling stifled or stuck that can typically be the house itself has created that energy um has created that kind of um manifested that into your life and no matter what you're doing so i think this is one of the things that whether you're you know, all the chanting praying manifesting in the world well um and that was my 
my personal journey with feng shui. So that's really what happened to me was when in my um, late twenties, when I decided to, to, you know, I quit my job, I moved to India, I came back to Ireland and was like, what am I going to do with my life? I trained in yoga and all these holistic therapies. I decided to move to the capital, like a new city. So I moved to Dublin and I was doing all my little do my sound healing and my yoga teaching and all of my different um, practices. And it was growing like the business was moving great, but not really moving in the way that I wanted it to. And I really wanted to call in love. So I started setting up my space. And I think this is a really important thing is that our house, and our home can be either a, you know, a temple to our past um, or, or, you know, actually kind of like a shrine to our past or a temple to our future. Like really we can create this space that is almost like a vision board for what it is that we want to call in, in our lives. Um, and our home is very much a mirror for us. So it's often a mirror of our unconscious. So unless we really mindfully consider the things and items that we bring into our home so your home is a representation of your unconscious mind or and your conscious mind and what I really want people to from this today to just start to look around your home and see what is in your space right now you know um there's many many layers to feng shui and it gets way more technical and there's a lot of um specifics of different areas and mapping it out but the very first thing that i would recommend is looking at your home with a set of fresh eyes so when i first moved into my apartment in dublin i decided i wanted to call in love and I stood in my bedroom and looked at this room, this house, I, this apartment I was renting and looked at the room and I was like, well, if someone's going to come in and share this space with me, there's no space for them. So it was about consciously recreating a space that was ready for somebody else to share it with them, which meant, you know, simple things like two bedside tables you know, getting onto the bed on my side of the bed, having space in my cupboards, um, the bedside table beside his side was empty, um, creating a space that represented balance and harmony. And um, so that was like two lamps, the same size, two bedside tables, the same size, a really nice, welcoming room. Um, I even bought extra hangers, you know, so I very consciously created this space for what it is that I wanted this space to be and to represent and to welcome into my life. So you can you can start in your home by looking around and saying, well, am I making this space a like very mindfully um, a vision board for where I want to go? for what I want to create. You know, most recently in our powerhouse program, we had a lady whose husband had lots of weapons on the walls in her home. And once we started to work on implementing the feng shui, um, he of his own free will decided to leave them and take them off the walls. And she shared that basically their relationship completely shifted in the most positive way and also the relationship with her son and and her husband 
once these weapons were taken off the walls, you know, and we can kind of think, okay, well, having guns and things on your walls can't be that bad. But, you know, it's looking at like, what part of me wants something that's dangerous and that that represents, you know, like war and, you know, different things on our walls. And that's a very extreme example. But, um, it, you know, it's about like looking around at your space and being like, well, when did I buy this? What does it represent? How does it make me feel? And, you know, what's the energy behind it? So I remember working with a lady and looking at her beautiful office and her office was so like well feng shui'd in terms of the way it was set up. Um, and I was kind of like, I don't know what I'm going to say to her. Like, it looks great. So we were looking and I was like, mm. and then I went, tell me about that painting on the wall. And it was a winter scene. So this is her office. This is a place that you want to, um, you know, be productive. You want to work from, you want to create from, you want to generate income from, you know, it's like, it's really important space. You spend a lot of time in it. And the winter scene is very, you know, it's a kind of hibernation time, snow, cold, no growth. It's kind of like the time to plan and plot, but it's not really, you know, harvest, make money, flourishing, flowering. So I was kind of like, not sure about this winter scene. And I said, tell me more about it. And she said, oh, it was my ex-husband's. So I'm like, okay, well, that needs to go because this painting represents something that didn't work. That is basically glaringly obvious on your wall, but you haven't even, you, you kind of just walk past it every day. So there's so many things and items in your home that can be actually impacting your energy and your productivity, but also kind of keeping you stuck. Wow, that is really powerful. And when you were both those examples, when you gave them, make so much sense when you think about our unconscious mind and how we interpret like symbols of essentially, you know, we, we yeah. associate winter with death, like, and yeah. everything's dry, everything's cold, everything's way, way deep down in the ground and kind of in hibernation, slowing down. We associate weapons with violence, with war and yet most of us just kind of seemingly like innocently just have have things around like lying around our house that that represent these things I know. we don't actually want exactly and this is like honestly like feng shui is like this it's like an iceberg at the top tip of the iceberg this is the tip of the iceberg of um how we can how our environment is impacting us and our energy yeah really powerful stuff so I know that the women listening to this are gonna want to know how um how to manifest their next level of success in their business and in their career whether that be more money more clients more um opportunities a promotion perhaps so let's dive into all of the business and office stuff. I'm really curious about this as well. And I'm actually looking around at my office and it is a mess. So I have a feeling I'm going to um, tidy it and shift some things around <laughs> after this podcast interview. 
Oh, and you know what? Honestly, you're not the first person that's interviewed me for podcast and then totally redone their office afterwards. They're like, oh my God, I can't believe I had this in my office. Um, so when it comes to your um workspace, your office, the first thing is so important is to, you know, have a dedicated space for your work. Um, if if you don't have it, you know, especially, you know, with think about um, a big major corporation. Um, And if you think about the CEO or the owner of the business, they are usually, you know, on the top floor, the furthest away from the door in some big like corner office. Okay. Um, And that is, there's a lot of intentionality behind that. You know, they're not going to be the first person that you're going to get access to. They're not sitting at the front reception desk. You know, they're not there and they've got a very, very dedicated space. Um, and no matter what your business is, having a dedicated space for it is really important. Um, so that's the first thing is like creating a dedicated space. And you may be listening and be like, but I work at the kitchen table, but I'm in the bedroom, but I'm working, you know, and what I would say is I'm going to give some little examples for that as well. But first thing when it comes to your office is having a good office chair. So when Kat first saw me, I have my high back um, nice white leather chair. I've got a really nice um, desk and um, that's solid. And in my office, I sit in a very strategic location. So the reason I sit in a very particular location is because I want to be able to see what's coming at me. I want to have space in front of me and I want to have support behind me. So everything is very like, and that kind of is like, oh, well, it kind of makes sense. Like, first of all, you want a wall behind you so you have support. Second of all, you know, if you want to be able to see what's coming at you. So this goes back to one of our very, very first consultations years and years and years ago um, when I went to um, an office. And this couple were the CEOs of this amazing business. And um, when I spoke to them, I was like, are they running a different business? Like it was a husband and wife couple. Um, when you saw him, he was like happy and jolly and like, oh, yeah, everything's great. And then she looked absolutely so miserable, so drawn, so overwhelmed. And I was like, hmm. So um, so then I got to their office. I'm like, well, here's the explanation. So his desk was right over in the far corner, back to the wall. He could see the door. And there was actually two people between him and the door. And I know if this, this um, we may, when we're working from home on our own, we might have someone blocking from the door or receptionist or whatever. But um, his wife, the CEO, was, was literally sitting with her back right to the door. So all the energy was coming in, landing. She couldn't see it. It was coming in on her, landing on her shoulders. She was completely overwhelmed. It was just like she couldn't see what was coming. It was totally stressed out. And her desk was pushed up against the wall, like looked like she was going nowhere. And I just said to her, I was like, so I literally said to her, do you feel like you're completely overwhelmed? Everything comes to you. You can't see what's happening. You just like feel like you're pushing yourself up against a wall. And she's like, and she burst out crying. And she's like, how did you know? And I'm like, well, because your office, basically the desk positioning is so, so bad. And it just tells me I can see it. Um, so we obviously moved her and shifted her so she could have this sense of distance, but also the sense of being prepared. Now, that that alone will like make people feel different. Like I've had clients who've literally just moved their desk and being like, oh, my God, we had our biggest day in sales the day I moved the desk. And I'm like, yes, because it's not just about moving the desk. It's just like we just can't see the opportunities coming towards us. And we're um, kind of narrow focused and we're up against the wall. Now, there might be people listening. Going, oh, I can't move my desk, you know. I'm doomed. I'm like, don't worry. <laughs> You're not. And, um, you know, if you have to have your, like, if you do have to have your back to the wall, try and move it to like, um, 
do you have to you're back to the door and get yourself a little mirror you know place a little mirror on your desk so you can see the door and you have this sense of like you can see what's coming and get yourself a really good chair you know I've worked with clients who've like we're sitting on garden furniture I'm like what does that say about how you like care and you know what what respect you're putting into yourself like a garden chair like you need better you need better support you need to be like I am the boss so I deserve an amazing chair I deserve an amazing space um and you know even those who are like working in you know at the kitchen table creating a space that when you go down to sit down to work that you have your laptop your notebook maybe a little candle or something there that's just like this is my work setup And then when you're finished your day's work, you then pack it all up. And, you know, we have traveled all over. We've lived in Bali, Greece, Italy, like America, like we've been traveling for the last six, six years. So there's sometimes we're a few months in in an apartment, like a one bedroom place. We're running our business Um, and we're working from the kitchen table. We will both sit with our backs to the wall wherever we can. We'll have a storage container where everything from work just gets packed away into a drawer or somewhere. So our day changes, like the energy changes. Maybe we'll put out the pet, the table mats, the candles or, you know, some flowers that just change the energy of the space. Um, and then when you're when it is your workspace, like your, your dedicated space, like just make sure it's just work things in your space. You know, exercise equipment is exhausting and kind of make you feel guilty if you're sitting beside your peloton and you haven't done it, but you're trying to work and it's in the side of your eye and it's picking, you know, bothering you or your, you know, the um, old, old paperwork from old businesses or books, your kids, toys, suitcases, broken equipment. I've just seen it all in so many offices. And I'm like, no, you need to have your office space dedicated to work only. That is fascinating. And I face a wall. So I'm like, fuck, I need to move my desk. (laughs) Because I'm now, as you were talking, thinking, right, well, I know I need to move the desk here so that my back is to the wall and I can see the door. Yeah. Yeah. And you'll start to feel a difference. I think the thing is that oftentimes we, um, oftentimes we just kind of like, and I think especially, and this is so unconscious that we don't even realize that we're doing it. We're like, oh, I'll just take this little corner. And I'm like, what are you saying to the universe about like you're prioritizing yourself and your work and your business? If you're like, I'm just going to take this tiny little corner of this spare bedroom. It's like, hang on a minute. Your business is important. You need, you're going to spend eight hours there a day. Like you need to make sure that it is um, really prioritized. Um, and one of the things I like to say to people as a little experiment is just like imagine that you had um imagine if you had to bring new clients or a client was coming to work with you in your office like and I know this is like no we're all online now and people never come but if you decide if you were kind of like okay I'm going to set this up imagining someone was going to come you would probably set it up very differently have some very very specific things that you would anchor in and make it feel a little bit more luxe and a bit more you know special and unique um and that is how you want to create it for yourself because if you're doing that for your client if you're doing that if you do it for your clients you'd want to do it for yourself and that then will change it you'll want to be coming into your bedroom like you'll want to be coming in or into your office and be like i'm so excited to be here i love this space i love that and you know even simple things like you know um i've been switching around my workspace today so as i said um but i was we have these like special kind of white concrete floors are really unusual but they're hard you know so i got my 
myself this new rug that's really soft and cozy oh my god under my feet it feels so good so um when you have things in your space that make you feel good it's really really it, yeah it's really beneficial that makes so much so much like intuitive sense as well I know <laughs> yeah and I've heard that desks are really important too so I've, I've got a solid wood desk I've mm-hmm. heard that glass desks are a no-no is that right they're not ideal because everything comes in and flies through them. So it's like the money comes and it flies through the glass. Yeah. So it's not ideal, but you know, you could cover it, you know, so you could, yeah. So you could cover the desk um, and then, you know, just a solid desk. You don't want this wonky or broken or, you know, that's anything that's broken or not working is depleting the energy of the space mm. and depleting your energy as well. So it's like the, a two way thing. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. This is blowing my mind. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you get that a lot. Um, yeah. And I think, you know, one of the things is that we just, we kind of just do think we, we set up our house without like, without um consciously thinking about it, like really thinking about, and this is what we do like with our, even our, with our clients in powerhouse, like we get people to really start become so conscientious about everything in their home, about their intentions, about what they're creating, or what they want to call in. And um, in a on a bigger scale um, and then using your home and that's the thing you can really use your home to support you on so many different levels yeah yeah because we spend so much time talking about manifestation on goals and we mm-hmm. put so much energy into the yeah. strategy the strategy we're taking in our business what steps we're taking I talk a lot about showing up in the world as if you already have it you know showing up in your business as if you're already fully booked or a best-selling author or whatever your goal is yeah and that it it makes so much sense to be looking at your environment then and saying is this the office of someone who is a best-selling author exactly and that like changes everything like it really changes everything because your entire, you know, and I, we had like, I remember having um, uh, a client, she was, was a Tony Robbins coach and um, we were doing her office and she had a dedicated office back to the door, like typical things. We're like, I'll just jam it in here. Um, but she had loads of space in it. So we moved her around um, she got a new chair. And then I was like, where are your Tony Robbins books and your social, your personal development books? Like, why are they not in here? What's on the bookshelves? And on the bookshelves, it was just like covered in cookery books. Being a professional chef in like her previous career. And I was like, okay, so what are we doing with cookery books in here? They need to go, you know? And as soon as she brought in all the personal developments, moved out all of the old cookery books, looked, took them out. It was almost like her foot was still in that old business, like or in that old career. Once she got rid of them, she's like, oh my God, Trish, I've just got like so many new clients coming out of nowhere because it was just a shift in her in her energy of her space yeah wow wow my mind is blown I honestly don't know what question to ask next because I'm like Uh just processing and planning my office now (laughs) I love it I love it and like we that's one of the big things is that like um there's so many layers to this process you know it's 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 just so, it, and it, we've just touched on a few little pieces for your office. Um, you know, feng shui spans from relationships, which is what I, you know, the first thing that I did to use it to, to bring it in to finances where, you know, once we 
feng shui our home to the full thing we got like a six-figure windfall i've seen it happen for my own clients who've had multiple six-figure windfalls and successes just from working with the energy of their home they haven't worked any harder actually they they, they work <laughs> they're working less making more you know because they're actually their energy of their home is lined up and not sabotaging their success and sabotaging them holding them back because you, we, 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 everyone, I'm sure everyone on the call here knows and has heard about like raising our own energy, raising our own vibration. It's all about vibration. It's all about energy. Um, and it is, but if our house is not, you know, resonating at that higher energy, which it typically isn't because it's a match to where you were way back whenever you moved in, you raise your energy, but that doesn't change. So what we have to do is actually change the energy of our space. And by doing that, that's when it really starts to soar, like the success and the flow starts to happen. Um, um, and it's just kind of quantum leaps from there, which is super fun. Yeah, so fun. And as you're talking, I'm thinking about the rest of our house and thinking, where it, where is the energy flow like blocked? Because I'm yeah. thinking... I'm thinking of our front our front door and we have this like tiny little entryway and I know feng shui like the front door is so important mm -hmm. because that's where the energy enters the house right yeah and I think one of the things you said there was around thinking about the places where the energy could be blocked and fundamentally um feng shui is working with the hidden energy so it's not something that's in your home per se that is blocking the energy it is just the energetics so it's the invisible energy of your home that can be stopping the flow and that's like what we do when we work with our clients um it's about it's about working with that invisible energy as opposed to the physical the physical is what's quite simple and easy to maneuver and what we do what i can share on this call with you um because it's tangible and easy but um running around and being like okay this is blocking the energy like it definitely if it's like loads of clutter and loads of things like blocked up and um, in your space and cupboards full of stuff that haven't been moved in six eight ten months three years and um, that's definitely not helping um at all but typically what i would see in in situations like that is that the energy the energy is is definitely blocked it's a red flag but then when you clear it out it kind of comes back again like it's not gone for it's not because the energy the underlying energy is not happy you know so it's like we can't think oh i'm just going to declutter everything and then my feng shui is going to be good and i'm like no empty houses could have terrible feng shui it's not about the furniture um it's a more about the invisible energy but when you add on top like we talked about the images and the art and all that that then has a, that whole other layer to it yeah yeah that makes sense how do you even like what does it look like to work with you then how where do you begin with a new client or a new you know a new person joining your program yeah where, do, where does where does the process start because I would imagine a lot of people coming in especially if they're in the business and because you may you mainly help women manifest like the next level of their business success don't you so yeah, totally I, I imagine these women are feeling feeling energetically blocked feel you know we've all felt that like we've reached that ceiling of our business and we're kind of ready to break through so when people do feel stuck or like overwhelmed where do where do you begin with them to help like guide yeah. them 
So for me, my main thing is about getting like the energy right. So when when um, people join our powerhouse program, they typically will join during um yeah and they'll join feeling kind of the call to it. Um, and then the first thing they have to do is complete a very detailed questionnaire, which tells us more about the house, you know? So it's not like, a, as I said, I go in and go, um, and stand in your house. We actually do everything virtually, which is just how amazing online world is now. Um, and we create a personal report for um, the house. So basically it's kind of figuring out what is the energy flowing through the house based on um, pictures that we've been sent? We'll look at we'll look at it online. We'll do some um, analysis of the shape of it, the location, the compass, all the kind of all of that in the space. Um, and then we'll create a personal report. And we're like, right, well, this is what's going on. This is why this is happening and how to balance it. And my first role as a, you know, feng shui practitioner is to get the energy in balance first. So we get, it's like, they're like acupuncture needle points. So we work with five elements. Um, so it could be a case of putting something red in your office or bringing some earth element in or some plants or some metal, literally just like acupuncture or some um, maybe a little water feature. But then this is actually the thing that's there's different schools of feng shui out there with different maps and different ways of of doing it. And the school that we practice and that I teach is classical flying stars, which, you know, every house is unique. Um, so it's not like a case of like, oh, I'm just going to go and get a water feature and pop it in this area and it's going to help me. I'm like, don't do that. <laughs> that could be the worst thing ever. Like literally, you know, who who knows? I, 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 could, I could not be responsible <laughs> for what could unfold about bringing the wrong elements in. So the first thing is about getting the right elements in and then, and then we kind of move from there around the setup of the office, the bedroom, the kitchen, the living room, and um, really around then the intentionality. Because um, what I really love about feng shui is and um is that it covers every aspect of your life so we look at all the nine areas of the home and um every part of your home represents a different part of your life so there's a part that represents your health and your well-being your career your family your spirituality your personal growth your travel like how you shine your light in the world um your um try travel i said that one but the one is there uh wealth prosperity um and creativity, new beginnings, fertility. So there's so much kind of scope for growth. I think that's the nice thing is like, it's such an, a holistic, all-encompassing practice. And the, the fun bit is that like, when when we start practicing um, feng shui and when our clients start doing it, it's like the, the clients see amazing successes, but then it's like their husbands or their partners or their children start getting new jobs or windfalls. And we're like, yes, because obviously they're not attached to the results, but they're also being impacted. So it's this, it's just a beautiful foundational method. And, you know, you talked about manifesting at the beginning and I was like, you know, for me, and feng shui is the missing piece of the manifesting jigsaw puzzle because we're like oh you're making your vision board you're doing your intentions you're doing the things but actually if your house is not supportive supporting you like if it's blocked in any of those areas what you're kind of putting out there isn't gonna come in yeah 100 and something i find so fascinating about feng shui is and and you know ancient eastern practices that you know really focus on the the energy of environment and external like external things external objects mm -hmm. I think in the west we can almost demonize like 
oh you know materialism and like oh spirituality isn't in things you know abundance isn't in things it's a feeling and I think a lot of people are probably getting themselves in this like shitty environment energetically because they're like oh things don't matter you know Mm -hmm. and I think when we look at these ancient practices that say yes things do matter you know things have energy think like items have items have like a soul and energy form you know totally and you know it's like if you if we just even think about energy from from that perspective items everything in our house has but then our house itself like is the densest form of energy like it's so dense it's so physical and tangible and big that of course it's going to be impacting us like we go outside and spend time in the most beautiful place in nature you feel good you feel connected, you feel balanced. Um, it's the same as spend, when you come into your house, if you spend that time in this energy of your home, it's going to impact you, like good, bad, or indifferent, whatever the energy is gonna be definitely making an impact. Yeah. And you know, it's that, that idea of like the, the vibration of everything, it, everything does have an energy and it's, it's not about it being the prettiest, nicest thing, it's that it feels good to you from your heart. Yeah, so, so important. Well, Patricia, you have blown my mind. I know what I am going to be spending my evening doing. <laughs> oh my God. I'd say so many people like after like partners and to be going mad after I've been on a call with them, because they're just like on a call with someone. They're like, oh my God, what are you doing? That's... <laughs> well, luckily I do have my own office space, so I have free reign. So oh, you best believe it's, it's happening. <laughs> I'm excited. Please share me some, send some pictures and let me know what you've been up to. Um, I actually, I do have a guide on my website for people around setting up your office. So if you want some more tips for your office, um, you can go check that one out. Oh, perfect. Well, I'll be getting that. I highly, I'll, we'll put your website in the show notes, of course, so everyone can get that. Um, this has been fascinating. So these are the quick round questions that I ask every guest. Yes. And the first one is if someone is going to take one takeaway or one action from listening to this conversation, what would you want it to be? I would want it to be fresh eyes. So just imagine you're looking at your house for the very first time outside, inside, and just start to look at it with fresh eyes and see um, what, what you would want to change and improve. And it's not about, you know, making it better, but just like, oh, what does this say about what I want or what I'm calling in? Mm, Yeah. What is one goal that you are manifesting right now? One goal that I'm manifesting right now, a really well-trained dog. (laughs) (laughs) Um, We are, let me see, um, at a, um, a new home in Greece. A new home in Greece. Amazing. What is one resource that you are loving right now? Um, all the Joe Dispenza meditations on YouTube. Oh, obsessed with him. Yeah. So good. <laughs> and the last one is a fill in the blank. And it's to me, putting myself first means. To me, putting myself first means. Um first thing in the morning doing something for myself like and that's really important because then your day is kind of set up with you as a kind of priority love what does that look like for you usually 
Um, so it's typically doing a meditation first thing. Um, yeah. Amazing. And then going to the gym or going for a walk. So like I don't really work or anything before I've done something for myself. Yeah, love that. Well, thank you so much, Patricia. Please let us know where people can go to find out how to work with you, to connect with you, to find out more. Yeah, sure. You can come to patricialowen.com um, and also you can check out um you can check out patricialone.com and I'm soon releasing a free feng shui mini course, which will be a walkthrough. It's like a feng shui cribs of my house, <laughs> a walkthrough of my house, giving a little bit of some tips, some insights and some guidance on how to set up each and every area of your home for success and for balance and harmony. Wow. I will be tuning in for that one. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's so fun. I can't wait. And so I guess if people get the guide, then they'll be on your newsletter list and they'll be in the know. You will get in the know. Exactly amazing well thank you so much thank you so much this has been amazing hold up gorgeous if you loved today's episode i invite you to screenshot your podcast app right now do it right now and dm me on instagram tag me in your stories i'm at cat underscore horror share your biggest takeaway with me share your light bulb moment i cannot wait to connect and dm with you i want you to know that you make a huge difference in sharing this podcast and getting this free resource into the hands of women who need it too is there a friend a colleague a loved one a family member if you can think of one woman who would love this conversation please whatsapp it to her dm her email her the link spread the word you could make someone's day you could change someone's life sharing this resource you play a huge role in spreading the message women worldwide deserve to put themselves first and say yes to their next level if you haven't already i invite you also to review the podcast in your podcast app to let other women know it's impactful it's worth subscribing it's worth tuning in that means the absolute world so thank you thank you thank you for being part of this amazing community and sharing this message may the abundance the blessings the prosperity come back to you tenfold i adore you i am grateful for you and i cannot wait to connect with you again very soon